This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's good! It's good! It's good! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. We'll take you to the places most fans never go. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, Hakeem drops the ball, turn, picks a flow, and touchdown Hell is frozen over. of the 2022 season. It is going to be covered by the Saints for a touchdown. Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. Welcome in to another episode of Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak, WWL Digital Sports Producer, and we are getting ready for a week two matchup with the Bucks. We got the first injury report today. And unfortunately for the Saints, it is extensive. The good news, only one player missed practice. The bad news, there are 11 names on this injury report. And, and we're going to get right into it. I'm, I'm solo today, by the way. Steve is uh, dealing with COVID. He will not be here. Hopefully he can get better and has negative. And, you know, we probably, you know, there's going to be a point where we're able to get Steve back on the podcast because he's going to be stuck at home. Uh, but he's as he's trying to figure out when he can go back into the world. But send Steve your well wishes. Um, you're going to be stuck with me on the sideline on Sunday. For my first time, I have never watched an NFL game from field level. And uh, I'm 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 looking forward to it. It's going to be a real interesting experience. Um, I think it's going to be a little overwhelming. So if you're listening to that broadcast and you're like, "Who is this idiot?" That would be me. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But first things first. Let's let's get into this injury report. And it's a long one. It's a long one. Basically, anyone you can think of, especially on the you know the offensive side of the ball, is dealing with an injury. So just to go through this list for the people who can't see it. You have Cam, Cam Jordan is dealing with a hip injury. Alvin Kamara, which we knew about, dealing with a rib injury. Marcus May, an ankle injury. Traquan Smith, a shoulder injury. Dwayne Washington, hamstring. Jameis Winston is a back injury, so he went into the injury tent. We weren't sure what exactly was bugging him, but it was a back injury that he was nursing, but it didn't seem too significant. He said earlier in the week that he was he was feeling a little hobbled, but 
Um, we got good reports on that today, so it looks good. Uh, Landon Young still dealing with that hip injury. He was one of the players that missed the week last week, missed a game last week. Mark Ingram has an ankle injury. Calvin Throckmorton has an illness. Alante Taylor still has that hip injury we knew about. But all of those players participated in a limited capacity today. They got outside for practice. And, you know, so that's a good thing. Um, Paul Sinadibo, however, again missed practice. And you have to really start worrying about him missing another week with that ankle injury. We did see him in the locker room. You know, he's not he's not hiding from us. You know, I think he's just they're just trying to make sure he is 100%. So you do not have, you know, a recurrence of the issues you saw with Michael Thomas where he tried to play through an ankle injury and it doubled, they doubled down on it, it, got worse, and you just never had him right the rest of the way. And I think that's a big part of this. Um, just before I forget, the second half, the second segment of this show is going to be a kind of live mailbag. So I'm going to try to run through all of this first. I have a lot of audio I want to hit. And yes, I am running out of things to say. We did a pod yesterday. We're doing a pod today. So any help y'all can give me in terms of stuff to talk about, I'm more than happy to take your take your lead. But anyway, okay. So there are a couple things to note here. One, Alvin Kamara with a rib injury. The fact that he practiced today is a really good sign. If you're worried about him missing next week or you're missing week two, not getting out there today would be a negative. So it's good to see him out there today. Jameis also. Dwayne Washington returned to practice. He had not been at practice last week, so that's a good sign for his potential availability. Traquan Smith, who we haven't seen since that. We hadn't seen Dwayne since the first joint practice with the Packers. We had not seen Traquan since he took that kind of hard fall in the preseason finale against the Chargers and was dealing with a shoulder injury. So he was back on the field today in a red non-contact jersey, which I would argue he should be wearing all the time based on his injury history. But he's back on the field today, so there's a chance we see him out there on Sunday. And, you know, just just more depth at the wide receiver position. But the good news is you don't see a lot of wide receivers on this list. And the most important news and the most um, impactful news, I would argue, Mike Thomas, not on this list. I was expecting to see him back here again and because he was working out in a limited capacity, not there. And to me, that's an indicator that the training wheels have come off. And I asked Dennis Allen about this on the conference call today before this came out. And uh, here's what he here's what he had to say. As, as it pertains to Mike Thomas, you know, as with that first game under his belt and, you know, coming out of it clean, no injuries, um, you know, how does that kind of propel him forward? Is it is it more are you more comfortable with his availability now that he's gone through a game? Uh, yeah, yeah. Look, he, he um, I think he got about 35 uh, snaps in the game last week. So, um, you know, we're going to keep keep working to uh, see where he's at physically. Keep trying to incorporate him into our offense. He's he's obviously a critical piece to what we do offensively. And so, um, you know, we're we're going to keep trying to work to you know get him out there where he can where he can help us. To me, this is a sign that you know we saw the training wheels on Mike Thomas all off season. All training camp, they were trying to just make sure that they could get him to the regular season healthy so that when you are actually on the field and you are trying to make this work with Mike Thomas, you do not have any questions about his ankle and about the long-term stability of that ankle and about a recurrence of that injury. And I think he was on a bit of a snap count. It wasn't a wasn't a significant snap count because he did get a good number of snaps and he made it all the way through the game. You know, he was in there for the fourth quarter with no limitations, but I do think they were, they were trying to just be cognizant of how much work they were getting him. And, you know, I think that what we're going to see the next few weeks is, you know, 
he was able to get through that game fine. And you're going to start to see those training wheels come off completely. And you're just going to see how good, how effective can Mike Thomas be with a full allotment of snaps. And, you know, that's a good thing. That is what you needed early in the season to feel confident. And again, you look at all of these names on this list, right? A lot of these are not major injuries, right? These are all just kind of dings. You know, Cam Jordan, it's rare to see him on an injury report at all, right? So like these are just these are just guys who they didn't want to get give a full session today. And if you have someone limited in practice, you have to put them on the injury report for whatever is limiting them. So a lot of these guys, it's just like okay, first game of the season, we're gonna take it easy on you in the first couple of days of practice so that you can get right that first game soreness, as James called it. And so yeah, I think if there was one injury on here, or there's two injuries on here that I think you really want to pay close attention to. Paulson Adebo, notwithstanding, because we already know that. Well, the first one is Alvin Kamara, because anytime you have a rib thing, especially at a position where you take a lot of hits, that's a good, that's a big question, right? So we want to see how he progresses through practice this week. He wasn't in a non-contact jersey, so that's a good sign, right? If if the rib, if it was a cracked rib, you know, or if it was, you know, a significant issue with that rib, which I'm sure he got X-rayed you would have him in a non-contact jersey. So it's most likely he's just dealing with a kind of a bruise. He took a hard hit and you might up the pads on him uh, this week and going forward. But that's a good sign. And I think that Alvin is not a guy who's going to miss a game unless, you know, his rib is falling out of his body. Jameis' injury is a little more concerning to me just because of the part of the body that is injured, which is your back. And if your back is kind of jacked up, Anyone who's had a back injury, I've had back problems, right? There are times where your back is just not right and you can't do anything you want to do. And so that's the concern you might have where as you're going through the week of practice, that back just gets further and further away from where it needs to be. And then you get to the game and you're not able to perform. Um, I think that, so he's going to take care of that. And that, but that's going to be something to watch. And uh, here's what he had to say about that injury um, after practice today? First game, soreness. But, uh, you know, it always feels good coming off with a win. There's nothing, like, concerning, though? Like, f- physically after that? Like, an entire game's work, basically. Oh, no, you just, you sore, but you're back to work. And uh, now's the only time to play. To me, that's, that's natural, um, dealing with the injuries right there. But it's still a point where you want to be careful and make sure that he is ready to go because it's a long season, right? If you're dealing with a back thing now, you got to make sure you take care of it and you, and you have it right. So that's the one I'm looking at the most, the closest. Um, I do think Mark Ingram is a guy to watch as someone who could potentially miss week two. You're talking about a veteran. You're talking about a guy who did not play well in the opener and you signed Latavius Murray, right? You signed Latavius Murray, who... I think it's worth noting is very familiar with Dennis Allen as a head coach. It's a weird thing to say because for the entire time Latavius Murray was on this roster, you know, Dennis Allen was the defensive coordinator. But if you go back to 2013, Dennis Allen was the head coach of the Raiders and he's the guy who decided to draft Latavius Murray out of central Florida. I think it was a third round pick. This is what Latavius had to say about kind of the playbook, which, you know, he's walking into a team that he has not, been with throughout the offseason, but the Saints said that they had their eyes on him the entire offseason. They were th- considering bringing him back. And one of the reasons you bring a guy back 
like Latavius Murray is he knows the system in and out. He was there for two full seasons and the offseason last year. It's the same system. And uh, here's what he had to say. Most definitely. I, I was just clowning with Rod, and I would honestly say I kind of remember more in this system than, than maybe in Baltimore. Um, you know, I was in it for two years plus. Um, and, I, you know, I went through the season with, through Baltimore, but I did all of OTAs, training camp here. So um, a lot of familiar, you know, familiarity with the playbook. And so you, you have a guy who, if you needed to, right, even though he just walked in the room, you already know that he's going to be able to just go out there and know his assignments, right? Know what he has to be doing. And so, you know, to me, that's an indicator that I think – you're you're feeling comfortable with Alvin, but you might not be feeling comfortable with Mark. And when you're a running back and you're dealing with an ankle injury, that's tough. So I would not be surprised if you see Mark inactive this week. That's that's all that is to say. I think you, what you might end up seeing on game day is Latavius Murray being a practice squad elevation and Mark Ingram being inactive uh, due to the ankle injury. So keep an eye on that. But you know, for all the stuff the Saints are dealing with, and I think this injury report will be a lot smaller as we go through. Take a look at what the Bucks are dealing with. Because to me, this is a lot more concerning. You have essentially your entire starting offense on this injury report. So just to go down the list of the guys who did not practice. Tom Brady, it was a rest day. It was not injury related. Russell Gage has a hamstring injury. He didn't practice. Chris Godwin has a hamstring injury. He didn't practice. Julio Jones has a knee issue. He didn't practice. A guy named Zion McCollum, which is I find hilarious, considering this is a city where the basketball team has a guy named Zion and a guy named McCollum. Tampa has it all in one name. Zion McCollum, cornerback, didn't practice with a hamstring injury. Donovan Smith, the tackle, didn't practice with an elbow issue. And also, guys who were limited, Mike Evans, the wide receiver with a calf injury, Leonard Fournette, starting running back with a hamstring injury. Rashad Perriman, wide receiver, has a knee injury. Left tackle Tristan Wirfs is dealing with an abdominal injury. Right? <laughs> so the Bucks are in way worse condition from a health perspective than the Saints are. So these will be things to watch throughout the week. I think we'll end up seeing a majority of these players other than Chris Godwin. It does not sound like Chris Godwin will be available to go. And that's a good thing for the Saints. Because he's a guy who is almost impossible to match up with in the slot. And, you know, CJ, who was probably the top slot corner in the league, or at least he would have told you that, couldn't handle Chris Godwin in the slot. He was a very good slot corner. Chris Godwin ate his lunch in the slot. I don't know why I say ate his lunch all the, all the time. It's just one of my favorite phrases. But he beat him up in the slot, to say the least. And Chris Godwin hurt his knee, blew out his knee in that game against the Saints. I think that second game, that that nine nothing game, and not having to face him is a good thing. But you still have to deal with Julio Jones, you still have to deal with Mike Evans, you still have to deal with Leonard Fournette, and you still have to deal with Tom Brady. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't count the chickens too early. And but this is a game where if you're the Saints and you can find a way to start this season two and zero, knowing what you have coming, that will be huge. So, keep an eye on the injury report. Keep an eye on Alvin Kamara, Jameis Winston, and Mark Ingram. Hopefully, Paulson Adebo can get out there and maybe get some limited reps so you feel a little more comfortable with at least bringing him back and maybe having him active on game day. But we're probably going to end up seeing another week of Bradley Rope. So keep all that in mind. That's where I'll cut off that segment on the injury report. We're going to come back 
with a live listener mailbag here on the Inside Black and Gold podcast. I'm Jeff Nowak, WWL Digital Sports Producer. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Give us a rating. Give us a review wherever you get your podcast. Tell us what you think and stick around for the live mailbag. All right, y'all. I'll be back in a second. 